Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash pro revenge, where OP ruins his evil neighbor's property, business, and life with one simple phone call. Our next Reddit post is from Actually a Paladin. This is a story about how patience is key and how letting someone else get revenge for you is far easier than doing it yourself. The setup. I live in one of those doubled up houses where they build two houses adjacent to one another with mirrored layouts, so we share a wall but are otherwise completely separate. For years, the house next to me belonged to a nice old lady who I never really noticed or had any trouble with. When she died and the house was resold, the trouble began. The subject of this story is someone who I'll refer to as Jack Sparrow, for reasons that will become clear later. Jack owns a sizable construction business and does some real estate on the side. He buys the house and rents it to a bunch of foreign construction workers that work for his business. I say they're foreign because it's relevant to the story. There are rumors that Jack is doing some shady stuff to have these people work for him dirt cheap by claiming that they're national workers in their native country. And Jack pays them according to their native country's wage, not the much higher wage of my country. It's not exactly on the up and up, possibly unreported labor as well. Anyways, he stuffs about four to six of these guys in the house for them to live there while they work. Now, I don't have anything against construction workers or foreigners, but these guys have two traits that are very problematic. They are extremely loud, and they don't give an F about anyone else. We're talking non-stop music and partying starting Thursday evening throughout the entire weekend until they leave at 5am Monday morning to go to work. Seriously, I don't know when or how they sleep. It's literally non-stop. We're talking, I'm wearing headphones, but I still can't hear my music over their music loud. It appears they've designated their living room, which shares a wall with my house, as the party room where the fun happens. At first, I do the neighborly thing and just suck it up, thinking, it's just one party, it's just one weekend. After the third one in a row, I go over to ask them to turn it down, since, you know, it's a nighttime disturbance. It's technically illegal to blast music this loud. I met with a half-hearted, so sorry, we'll fix it. Except nothing changes. I go over several more times, each time angrier and each time I met with, but it's not too loud. If I can hear your music in my house over my own TV and music, I would say that is in fact too loud. I contact Jackson, sees their landlord and explain the situation, and I met with an abrupt, sorry, not sorry, not my effing problem. Basically, Jack told me to go screw myself, so I involve the police and call them every single time things get out of hand. After about a dozen calls, sometimes even twice in the same night, it's clear that even regular police interference doesn't help the situation. I should mention that I'm a lawyer, so I know what the next legal steps are. I also know that, other than getting a piece of paper from a judge saying their music is too loud, I'm not really going to get anything. Things would become a cat and mouse game where they would blast their music extremely loud to piss me off or wake me up, but only for a few moments so that by the time the cops showed up, there'd be no music. I'm deadlocked, with my only further option being pretty useless and a waste of time. At this point, I'm biding my time just waiting until something happens. I'm not saying that I condone people who bludgeon their neighbor to death with a rusty pipe, but I do somewhat understand what would drive someone to that point. The mistake. One day I'm at home and notice quite a lot of ruckus next door, more so than usual. Suddenly I see through my garden window that a wall is being partially torn down. You see, sometime over the years, the neighbors had built a small adjacent side building adjoining the main house. It was right on the border between us, and when the gardens were being refenced, the wall was used as a divider to save on fencing. 
This wall was now in the process of having its top ripped off by a crane. I wasn't informed of any of this, which, while it wasn't technically needed, would have been the nice thing to do. I go take a walk so I can take a look at what they're doing, and I see that they've torn down the entire side building. The remaining wall between our gardens is the only part that's been kept intact, and even then, not the top part. Being a lawyer, and specifically a construction and permit lawyer, I know two things. One, stuff like this is not allowed without a pre-approved permit from the city. Two, there is no way in hell they have that permit, since I would have seen the application for it. I regularly check to see what permits are being applied to around my area, just so I can stay up to date. This is it. The moment I've been waiting for. The situation has changed, and the time has come to exact revenge. A quick email sent to the municipal authorities lets me do my civic duty of reporting a potential crime. The fact that someone is building or demolishing things without a permit. Since this is a simple report, no response happens, since I'm not an official victim or anything yet. Since no further construction happens for a few days and everything was removed, I assume that was that and they would tear down the side structure since it was starting to fall apart due to age. The neighbors had moved all their stuff that was in that building into a lawn and haphazardly covered it with a tarp. The next week, more construction materials are being delivered and construction starts. I send a new email to city services with new pictures saying that apparently there's more planned and that I hope they undertake the appropriate action. I got an instant response less than an hour later. They'd call Jack after the first time to inform him that what he was doing required a permit. And he had ensured them that he didn't know that. Which is BS. He's in construction. Of course he knows. And that he would stop construction and request a permit. They called him again after my second email, reprimanded him again for not following his earlier promise, and he said he would shut it down again. I happened to be working from home that day and had to stop myself from waving to the construction crew as they left. Later that day, I get an angry phone call from Jack, who accuses me of reporting him and that I would be sorry. He would be coming after me for damages for his delays. I respectfully inform him that even if I had reported him, I wouldn't have done anything wrong because from the looks of it, he did not have a permit. And he should have known that before he started working illegally without one. I end the call before I start to sound too happy with the way things are going. At this point, Jack has no idea what initiated all of this. He's Jack Sparrow, and I've just rung the bell that awakens the Kraken that will destroy him. He just doesn't know it yet. The Kraken. You see, there's a good reason why most people consult a lawyer when they want to apply for a permit. The rules involved are so convoluted and needlessly complex that navigating them to a non-professional is extremely hard and time-consuming. And a single mistake can torpedo your entire case, forcing you to do it all over. I've killed entire projects, and I've seen client projects killed by pointing out that on page 127, section 35-1-A, something was left blank that should have been answered. I did some digging and found out that the previous owners of the house had actually consulted each other about the side building, and they'd agreed on making the wall part of the divider between the gardens. So much so that they shared the cost of it, and the ownership. That wall that he partially destroyed, it was also my wall. Which, of course, means that I'm entitled to damages. But that's not even the most important part. The important part is that he needs my permission to do anything to that wall. So when he applied for a permit a few weeks later, I went to the city center and looked at the application. I noticed that they were planning to do stuff to the wall that I own 50% of. So I filed a complaint against the permit following proper procedure. 
This meant that Jack's permit could never be executed since Jack needed my permission to change that wall. And he didn't have my permission, nor was I intending to grant it. This should kill his permit, since permits can't be granted if you know in advance that they can't be realized. There's no sense in granting a permit to build a certain kind of house when you know they're never actually going to build it. Now, Jack was a bit of a smooth talker, and as a construction entrepreneur, he had his connections. And permits here are a political decision just as much as a legal one. So, despite a 100% correct legal objection that should have killed his permit, it went through. He actually called me about it to gloat a little. No worries, anyone can appeal a permit in my country. The only requirement is that you pay a 100 euro fee, which I gladly paid. The appeal process doesn't care one bit about Jack's political ties, or the half-hearted BS that the city officials wrote to justify granting the permit in spite of the concerns that I raised. They terminate his permit without any hesitation on the aforementioned legal grounds. Jack sees that his permit has been blocked until he fixes the issue, which he can't, because I'm not really inclined to agree with his plans for our wall. At this point, going through two lengthy procedures, it's been over seven months. The neighbors have had an unfinished construction project in their yard the entire time and were forced to store their stuff elsewhere. Their storage solution was supposed to be quick and cheap, but now it was taking months with no end in sight. But wait, there's more. Doing construction work without a permit is also a criminal offense. So, of course, I filed a report with the appropriate authorities. So now, Jack was also the subject of a criminal procedure for construction offense. Not only was Jack at risk for fines and jail time, but also, since he used his company to do the work, his business was on the line as well. And one of the penalties for this crime is to be prohibited from doing construction as a business either permanently or temporarily. Not only was Jack personally on the hook, his entire business was as well. During this debacle, Jack tried to sell his property. This didn't go very well for a few reasons. One, the property was entangled with a legal issue. The demolished side building was torn down illegally, and until that issue was fixed, it would stick with the property. Which tends to kill their property value quite a bit, since nobody wants to buy something that they'll have to spend time and money on to make legal again, either by rebuilding the torn down building or by getting a permit to fix it. This was made worse by the fact that Jack had applied for that exact permit and it had been denied. So he couldn't even claim that that permit would be super easy to get. Additionally, Jack never intended to sell the property in its current state. What I eventually found out is, Jack would buy a cheap house like the one next to mine and put some of his crew in it, who wouldn't complain about the subpar accommodation. They would trash the place because they didn't care, and he would let them, and then when the place was done, he would tear it down and sell it to a developer or develop it himself. However, due to his construction crime and the problem with his property, step two was not an option. He couldn't renovate the building because fixing the illegal issue was always a requirement in any permit that he would request for the building, and because of me, he couldn't cover it. He couldn't sell it either because the place was trashed, and any developer looking at it would dip out when they realized that there was a construction issue and a vocal neighbor who would oppose anything big that they would try to do there. There are way easier properties to develop than that one. Anyway, that's where we are today. Jack is staring down the barrel of a criminal court procedure that's about to happen where he's risking his business and livelihood. His existing projects are also gathering special attention from city services now, since he's now revealed to them as someone who cuts corners on permits and regulations. 
he can't really sell the property unless he takes a massive loss. Since in its current state, it is absolutely trashed. He can't develop it or sell it to a developer because all development plans involve the adjoining wall, which he can't change unless he has my permission. With the extra room torn down, the rowdy neighbors are now stuck in a smaller house than what they had before, in a place that they trashed but can't renovate or fix in the major way that it needs. They've quieted down a lot, possibly because Jack blames him for his current situation, which isn't wrong I suppose. I awakened the Kraken and I set it loose on Jack Sparrow and it utterly ruined him. And the best part is that I had to do very little to do it. All I really did is nudge the abomination that is municipal bureaucracy and point it in his direction, and they did the rest. I could tell you that he called me to complain and even beg about letting him use the wall the way he needs to, so that he can get on with his business and fix the issues and use them to show his good faith in court and the criminal procedure, and that he was losing money and customers over this and was in danger of losing his entire business and that I then smugly replied with, not my effing problem. OP, I'll give you one even better than that. What you should do is call up Jack and say, so Jack, I'm noticing you're having trouble getting rid of that property next door. What do you say that I buy it from you at, oh, let's say half the market price? Sure, I know I'm ripping you off, but who else are you going to sell it to? That was r slash pro revenge, and if you like this content, check out my Patreon where I publish extra episodes. Also, be sure to follow this podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.